This is the podcast that rocked, weekly podcast that talks about news in the world of rock, metal, alternative, and everything in between. My name is Luke, and I'm recording this a day early than I normally would, so this is for May 11th. If some music news happens in the following day or two, I'll get to it when I get to it. Sum 41 is calling it a day. Rock, pop, punk, emo, whatever you want to define the band as, they have announced that this will be their final year together and that they are disbanding. On a post on Instagram and all of the socials this Monday, being in Sum 41 since 1996 brought us some of the best moments of our lives. We are forever grateful to our fans, both old and new, who have supported us in every way. It is hard to articulate the love and respect we have for all of you, and we wanted you to hear this from us first. Sum 41 will be disbanding. We will still be finishing all all of our current upcoming tour dates this year, and we're looking forward to releasing our final album, Heaven X Hell, along with a final worldwide headlining tour to celebrate. Details will be announced as soon as we have them. For now, we look forward to seeing all of you scums on the road and are excited for what the future will bring for each of us. Thank you for the last 27 years of Sum 41. It's worth pointing out that it probably will extend past 2023 just for the worldwide headlining tour, as they are already booked a tour with The Offspring this summer. I have to say, Sum 41 will be missed. I feel they've matured well throughout the years when they used to be only shenanigans and MTV jackass culture. They really grew and made sure their music evolved with that through all the ups and downs. And the band is really open about that, too, through all their troubles. Sum 41 was also always a fun time live. I saw them three times myself, shot them as photographer three times. They were always great. This is a case of a band that will be missed but I'm glad they're going out the way they want to, on their own terms. After 27 years, that's not asking too much of a band to actually go on your go out on your own way and make sure the fans are still happy enough to have the good memories. Personal favorite memory? My first time shooting Sum 41 was at Warp Tour in 2016, I believe. Wild crowd for it. Crowd Surfer got launched into the photo pit while I was shooting, kicked me in the back of the head. That caused me to fall forward and hit my forehead on one of the speaker cases. I had to get rushed to medical, had a good size cut on my forehead, but not stitches needed, put a bandaid on me, and then I rushed back to take more photos. You'll never hear me say I'm the best concert photographer, but I definitely put in the work. Speaking of MTV, it turns out that MTV News is now canceling and shutting down. A branch of MTV and Viacom, they are saying that due to budget cuts and other issues, they are canceling MTV News and the brand that was there. It's gotta be heartbreaking for some of the old people that really watched MTV back in the day and seeing all those MTV News upbreaks and uh, all the little notes at the top of the hour every hour that MTV used to have with Kurt Loder and other people. Here's the thing though, that's not what MTV wants to be anymore. They haven't wanted to be a music network in a long time. They definitely don't want to be a music news network. So it's not to say that music news isn't popular or wanting people wanting to check it out. It's just MTV isn't the outlet for that anymore and they don't want to be. I kind of understand why they're shutting it down as this is definitely not something they really want. Also, MTV has cut their staffing overall, both on screen and off screen, by 25% in the past year. That's a lot. So MTV, Viacom, Paramount, they're all hurting a little bit over there. However, MTV is also just showing nonstop ridiculousness reruns. So I guess their budgets really don't matter when you just hit play on a playlist and broadcast that over and over again. Worth pointing out that MTV News got started in 1984 and ends in 2023. Quite the massive run. Now to something a little more confusing and lighthearted. There are going to be two versions of Saliva out there. Josie Scott, former and original singer of Saliva, is not done and refuses to stay quiet. 
So he's going to be doing something a little different, calling it Josie Scott's saliva with his own band performing the old saliva hits and going on tour while the current saliva with the original band members and a different singer will still be going out and making albums. Confused? Yeah, so am I, but this is what they want. Apparently, there's just not enough saliva out there in the rock and post-grunge and new metal world. We need two versions of saliva. Original saliva and new saliva. I don't know how else to define them. It's a little weird. It's a bit of an interesting dynamic. I can't say I expected it, so that's unique. But I also don't know how much of a demand there is for a second saliva. Am I, the, am I on Mars? Am I the only one that sees the issue with this? This can't last that long, guys. It can't. I, uh, uh, do we really need multiple salivas? Really? In some surprise news today, Queens of the Stone Age announced their upcoming album, In Times New Roman, and dropped a new single, Emotional Sickness. The new album will be coming out June 16th. Queens of the Stone Age released the new single today as well. This is their first album in roughly six years, so I gotta say, I'm happy that they're back. I hope that everything in the Josh Hobby camp has calmed down. I don't know how else to politely say that. He has been very open, both himself and, uh, I don't even know how to say this politely, legally. A lot of his dirty laundry has been thrown out there, either his own fault or other circumstantial reasons. I gotta say, though, I hope he's trying to stay sober like he says he is, and I also hope he can keep his head on straight. If so, this album will be a welcome thing. If it's just gonna lead to more Josh Homme shenanigans, man oh man, that's rough for everyone involved. I, for one, like the new song. I think it's solid, but at the same time, I'm just hopeful we're not going to hear any more awful things about Josh Homme in the next couple months, especially while this album comes out. So, for In Times New Roman, you can check out that out next month. We'll play the new song, All New Music Night, which will be next Monday. And I really, really hope that Queens of the Stone Age just come back the right way. Nobody wish on a monkey paw that the band comes back because then we're going to get something awful. Speaking of something awful... Ugh, it's hard to say it this way because I was actually looking forward to Dolly Parton's big double, triple album, full rock album. It's going to be mostly cover songs with special guests, but Dolly Parton has a star-studded spectacle of a rock album. There's so many songs. I think it was 30 tracks total featuring acts from classic rock, rap, hip-hop, country, you name it. Big, huge stars are going to be with Dolly Parton doing all this too. It's such a good idea. I love it. I think it's great. It's fun. Featuring Paul McCartney, Ringo Starr, Peter Frampton, Mick Fleetwood, tons more like Rob Halford. There's just so many good names involved with this and Kid Rock. For some reason, Dolly Parton is going to sing a song with Kid Rock on her new rock star album. I, for one, feel that there are 30 tracks involved on this mammoth beast of a rock star album. I think that's more than enough to use without Kid Rock on there, but that's just me. Ah, uh, I, I just hope Dolly doesn't have to share the studio with him. That would be a little too much. Time now for the Billboard Mainstream Rock Airplay Top 3 of the Week. Each week we try to cover the top three songs that are blessing or plaguing the radio rock airwaves. This week, a little bit of a change up, but still the same bands listed as last week. And I complained last week, so here you go. Number three, Linkin Park and Lost, falling down to number one, the new old song from the Meteora box set. Number two, Godsmack's Soul on Fire, which is awful, and I still can't believe Godsmack's allowed to be sniffing around the top ten of any charts. And number one, Cut the Line from Papa Roach. I'm not crazy about Papa Roach, but I think Cut the Line is fine, especially the Beartooth cover, or not cover, the collaboration. I have to say, though, just like last week, this is not 2001, it's 2023. FM stations, satellite stations, the DJs do not get to pick what they play. That's a very big fallacy that people don't understand. I just still can't believe there are so many stations out there 
that rely on the post grunge and new metal from 20 years ago and those names always getting the spotlight. It's beyond burnt out and the reason why so many FM and satellite stations have to close down just because people are not interested in hearing the same thing for 20 years. Do you really think Godsmack's going to have a new fresh song? Get out of here. That'll be all for this week's The Podcast That Rock. Big thanks to patrons Brandon Bruce, Chris Doman, and Dom Noble. You can check out Dom Noble's channel on YouTube to cover all your literary and film adaptation footage, as well as some wacky, inappropriate material that Dom loves to show. Don't know how it gets away with so much on YouTube, but good for him for making it work that way. Also, big thanks to Wrestling Soup, who you can check out on YouTube and all podcast forms if you're a professional wrestling fan. Special congratulations to Joe Numbers, who's getting married this weekend. I'm going to be at the wedding. That's why I'm at recording this episode early. And finally, you can check out Radio Radio Dead Air on YouTube, Radio Dead Air, covering all the stupid human news from every week, where you'll be asking what the F is wrong with you every time you watch. People are stupid. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you find some good music to listen to. Maybe go to a concert. And you know what? I hope everyone has a great week. And I stand by what I said. Don't listen to Kid Rock. I don't care if it's even with Dolly Parton.